Welcome to the VPR Cafe. I'm Rick Singeri. Making cheeses takes some serious work. Now think about what would go into creating a new kind of cheese. Three cheesemakers, including one from Vermont, took on this challenge. And here to tell us about it is Melissa Passanen, a freelance journalist and food writer who wrote about this project for the spring issue of Culture Magazine. Melissa, thanks for joining us today. Always great to be here, Rick. The cheese is called Cornerstone. What's the story behind the project that created this cheese? Okay, so there is the American Cheese Society, which is obviously the professional organization of all things cheese. They have an annual competition that awards the best of the best among American cheeses. And the contest includes a category called American Originals. And these are cheeses, some folks may have heard of a few of them, that were actually uniquely American in their original form. So we are not talking brie, which obviously comes from France, or cheddar from England. We are talking things like Colby, Monterey Jack. So that list has remained static for decades. And although there are lots of people inventing new cheeses in America, these new cheeses are unique and usually owned by a single cheesemaker. So they are not creating a new category. So in 2015, the American Cheese Society put out sort of a call to action to the makers saying, come on, you guys, like, let's figure out a new type of cheese for America that is owned by America. And this led to this collaborative effort to develop a new American original that is not the property of a single cheesemaker. Who are the cheesemakers who are involved in this project? So as you mentioned, there is a visionary sort of who's really leading the charge, and he is a Vermonter. So Peter Dixon, um, Westminster, West Vermont, he and his wife, Rachel Fritzschall, have Parish Hill Creamery. They started that in 2013 with Rachel's sister, Alex Schall. But Peter has been around for a while. He and his family started a cheesemaking operation in the early 80s, and he has worked for sort of a who's who list of Vermont cheesemakers, everyone from Vermont Shepherd, Shelburne Farms, Vermont Creamery. Um, he's partnered with a French cheesemaking company, worked with seasonal sheep dairies in Albania and Macedonia. Mm. And I love this. He learned the art of making native starter cultures from Swiss monks in Kentucky. He partnered with of two other. He, <laughs> yeah. he partnered with two other cheesemakers, Mark Gilman of Cato Corner Farm in Connecticut, and Sue Miller of Birch Run Hills Farm in Chester County, Pennsylvania. So, how they developed the recipe for cornerstone cheese? So, cornerstone is driven by what people call the taste of place. So, folks may have heard of the French word terroir, which is not just about the place; it's about the unique place, the people, the attitude, kind of everything. And that is what is represented in Cornerstone. So as Rachel pointed out, like recipes, really nothing is new. Every cheese of some sort has been made, you know, in some way. But what makes this project new, she says, is honoring your water, your grass, your land, your animals, the microbes on your hands and in your aging space. And by microbes, we mean good, beneficial microbes, of course. So the crew, led by Peter, set out to establish guidelines and a recipe based on three fundamental pillars. Using raw milk, so milk that has not been pasteurized. Using native cultures and a natural rinded cheese. 
So the milk is from either the cheesemaker's own herd or a herd very close by. The starter cultures are key. So in cheesemaking, you need a culture to get the cheese to happen, basically. And like sourdough starters, which are in the air and natural and naturally leavened bread, a native culture is something that comes from that atmosphere. It is not purchased. Mm. Many cheesemakers, most in fact, will use a purchased starter to get their cheese process going. So this is very unique. And then a natural rind, so you must not put anything on the rind, add anything to it. Just turn and flip and let the natural flora do their work. This is the VPR Cafe. I'm Rick Singeri, and with me today is food writer Melissa Passanen. We're talking about a new style of cheese called Cornerstone. Melissa, will all three farms be making the exact same cheese? No, they will not be. They all started in March 2016 coming to Vermont to make an inaugural batch to sort of see how the method worked and very specifically learn how to cultivate their own starter culture from their own milk in a way that captures the flora from their production space. So it all will have that unique kind of square shape. It looks like a kind of round-edged paver. And it will follow the same method, but it will use each person's own milk and each person's own starter. And as Rachel said, homogeneity is not a goal. We don't want them all to taste the same, but there should be kind of a thread that runs through. Have cheesemongers weighed in with their opinion of Cornerstone? Yes. I mean, I think everybody's watching it with great interest and fascination. Um, Bon Appetit magazine actually named it one of the 25 most important cheeses in America. And I chatted briefly with Rory Stamp, a very highly regarded award-winning cheesemonger who's based in Burlington. He's a board member of the Vermont Cheese Council. And he said it's really, really unique because of the native cultures I explained, not using commercial lab-grown cultures, and that it is not a cheese based on a European model. So many of our cheeses in America, even if they're American-born, are a twist on something that we have seen for centuries, perhaps, in Europe. He said he really believes that it celebrates a biodiversity against sort of the sameness of so much of the food and beverage that is out there in the world today. And he thinks it could be the beginning of a movement, but he did also caution that things like this take time to gather. Will cheesemakers everywhere soon be churning out cornerstone cheeses? Probably not cheesemakers everywhere, but yes, they do hope to add some cheesemakers to their fold. They're working on ensuring consistency within their own batches, and then they're going to standardize the recipe before sharing it with others. The goal is to make the recipe like open source code that pretty much anyone who wants to can use it to create their own version. But they do want to ensure that standards are met. And there's really cool research being done at University of Connecticut in a food microbiology lab by um, a professor there, Dennis D'Amico, actually um, was at UVM uh, previously. And he said it's an unprecedented opportunity to study the impact of farm and cheesemaker-specific microbes on what actually can make a cheese similar and different. And I think that the cheese world and the food world in general is really interested in that. Melissa Passanin is a freelance journalist. Thanks so much for joining us at the VPR Cafe. Delicious as always, Rick. Thank you.